That's what's funny is he meant it like he wanted to do dance videos with me. Like he wanted like to he dance. dances? No. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Hello and Goodbye. I'm Leanna. I'm Jared. And we are so excited to be here. We have a mashup of an episode. True. These are like my favorite episodes. Where it's just like a grab bag? Yes. Because there's <laughs> so much to talk about. Yeah. But before we get in that, into that, we're going to do some housekeeping stuff. So we want to talk about a couple of sponsors that we're really excited to be partnering with. So one is BetterHelp. Um, BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. And it is more affordable than in-person therapy. Yeah. So um, it's interesting. Like there's, you know, the online therapy platforms like BetterHelp offer a lot of good options to people, especially if you don't have mental health coverage on your insurance or something like that. It actually can be cheaper than just going fully out of pocket for a therapist, which you and I both do. I know. <laughs> so we know how expensive it, it is. Yeah, it's really expensive. Um, and there's some stuff out there. There's like, uh, you know, like some things to really get the most out of your experience with a service like BetterHelp would be like, make sure you're doing the weekly sessions. Like... You know, I think the chat feature is really great, but I, I I think you and I both believe that like that relationship that has to come through talking and listening and being connected to someone live is like a really important thing. So um, yeah, we hope people give us a shot, give it a shot, and like let us know how it works for you. Yeah, and you know, if you go through your insurance too, like you are just assigned. You are just assigned whatever, whoever the insurance yeah. wants you to get. And you don't even know if you're going to like the person. And then you have to go back through insurance to try and find someone else. So this way you have, there's a questionnaire in the beginning. You can kind of fill out what your needs are going to be or what you're mm -hmm. looking for and go from there. Yeah. And I think there's even some guides on the internet on like how to actually like, so, you know, there's the matching algorithm, but then there's some guides to like how to look at all the therapists that are available to you so you can kind of even have more sort of choice in that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys want to get 10% off your first month, you're going to go to betterhelp.com slash hello goodbye. So there's no and there. So B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash hello goodbye. And you get 10% off your first month of therapy. Yeah. We're excited for you guys. Yeah, give it a shot. Okay, so we also want to talk about VFresh. And I'm excited today because they have two new products that came out that were oh. delivered to my door recently. Wow. I know. So VFresh is a woman-owned company made for women. Um, and it's products that help balance your, or help keep your vaginal, vag, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that help <laughs> keep your vaginer what do they do <laughs> they help keep your vagina feeling good okay good <laughs> and your bladder health and now they one of the new products is called v slide no wait Ooh, no that's the loop that's the loop it's called v smooth Okay. And it's for ingrown hairs. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's like an oil, and I, like, was messing with it and smelling it. It has teacher oil, and it has different vitamins in it. I haven't used it yet, but I'm really excited. And then the other thing that I'm really excited about, too, is the V-Biotics, which are probiotics. Oh, cool. So here's the thing with probiotics, because I've tried so many different ones, and for vaginal health, like, there is a certain type of probiotic blend that has to come together. Mm. Plus, these ones have apple cider vinegar, which I think is a really interesting and unique thing, which they also use in their V uh, Gentle, which is like the wash. Oh, yeah. Which is the thing that I use on my face. Interesting. Well, and, and a lot of people, more and more people are like supplementing apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Like it's in like pill form or in different yes. things. 
Yeah, that's that's becoming like more and more of a thing. Yeah. yeah. So I I I'm really I'm looking forward to using the product. I can't wait to report back. So again, if you guys want 10% off your first order with VFresh, you're gonna go to vfresh.com. So V-E-E-Fresh.com and use code Hello2022 at checkout. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the Patreon really quick because I just uploaded our Love is Blind episode. <laughs> We were like five months too late. Yeah, for people who who watched Love is Blind a year ago, if you can remember it. No. If you want to hear Jared and I argue, <laughs> there was a lot of it was disagreement. Yeah. Well, no, but I think ultimately we agreed on most things. The yeah. only one was whether or not what's her name was nice, which I said. That's true. I got mad at you. She's definitely not nice. <laughs> So anyway, Patreon is a way that you can support the show without purchasing product. And it's just as little as $3 a month. There's a $10 pledge you can make as well. Um, you can do less. You can do more. So you're going to go to patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast and help the show out if you like. Yeah. Okay. Subscribe. Rate review. Tell a friend. Share a fr- share with a friend. Yeah. DM us. Share a friend. Give me, give me attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what's happening? Who's going first? Me or you? I think, okay. So we have like, again, we have like a grab bag of topics. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I think we want to start, I think I'm going to start with, I'm going to give you guys an update. A couple episodes ago, I had talked about how I had ended things with the one guy that I was hanging out with casually. Yep. And then I moved to another guy That's that I was right. hanging out casually. Yeah. And we did not discuss that on the last episode because we kind of talked about it. And then I was like, you know, I I don't think I'm ready to share that Mm -hmm. yet. Not that it was like bad or anything, but I wanted to kind of like maybe reword some things and think about it a little bit more. Um, So this guy was the guy that I met in my billiards league. And we had hung out and we... Like it's kind of it's kind of been a slow process of like I started kind of crushing on him. Like he definitely was interested in me. I kind of crushed on him. We hung out for a little bit. He asked me on a date. I said no. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of like just I felt like he gave me enough space to like take time to kind of figure it out. And then I just kind of started crushing on him more. And then we hung out again, and there was like some flirting and some touching. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to propose the idea. Here's propose the idea of, of friends with benefits. Got it. Okay. And so we hung out another time. And this was what I had told you guys. We, I had made out in the jacuzzi. And then he said that he was kind of like, he thought maybe more would happen. That's right. And I said, no. And then we hung out like two more times and then we slept together. Oh. Yeah, I didn't tell you that? I don't think I knew I, that. I told you that. No, the last time we talked, you were like, kind of feeling it, but kind of still not sure. So it was like, there was a lot of, it was like, there was some infatuation, some mm-hmm. like tease, a lot of buildup. Yeah. Um, And so we slept together a couple times. And um, it just, it was, it was interesting. I mean, and and I'm going to share this because he and I have already had this conversation. So this is why I wasn't sure if I should share this. But, you know, I'm having a hard time feeling sexual compatibility, at least with recent, like in the last year. Mm -hmm. You know, I haven't, it's, and, and I think part of that is because I think emotional intimacy is so important. Mm hmm. And with both of these, we both decided to keep a healthy, not like a healthy distance, but like our hearts closed and like, you know, go into the situation. That's a good point. Yeah. And so it just didn't, it, it, we just have a hard time and it wasn't like, okay, hold on. We didn't have a hard time. It just was, it wasn't like organic. Okay. So I kind of like... I halted things again. So I called him. He's so sweet. He's so sweet. He like brought me food and like we hung out and everything that I have kind of said to him, he's kind of like the last guy. Like he's like, okay, like that's fine. Like going along with it. He's a very yeah. secure person. 
So I kind of was like, you know, I think maybe we rushed into things a little bit. Like we went from like kind of hanging out to like making out one night to like, boom, we hung out like three nights, you know, that next week. Mm -hmm. And he was like, totally. He's like, I understand, you know. And then last night we were hanging out. So last night from where we're so recording Sunday, we hung yeah, out Saturday yeah. night and we were at the pool hall and I just felt like this, like adoration for him. Like I just, I still have a crushing on him. Wow. So I haven't lost, like I haven't lost my attraction to him. I mm -hmm. haven't lost my desire to sleep with him. I think that I, I felt like I was getting like some vaginal discomfort and like bladder discomfort. And when that, when that happens, I like, I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm not, I am not going through that again. I'm not going through that again. And so now I'm like back to like regular. Um, but so we hung out and like, I just wanted to like kiss him and hug him and hold him or have him hold me. And he walked me out to my car and like, we just had, he was like, do you feel, was it the sexual compatibility for you? Like he brought that up. Hmm. And I said, maybe. I, and he's like, okay. And then he kind of admitted to that he wasn't necessarily like in his element. Like he has some kinks. Oh. And that there's very specific. Did you say, have you been to BDSMtest.org? <laughs> and can we compare results? <laughs> Um, and then he kind of told, like, we had an hour long conversation and he kind of told me about that. And then it was kind of a turn on for me actually to be like, oh, this is actually like what he, this is what turns him on more, mm -hmm. which would then I think make our connection yeah. better. Right. Cause I think, I think in the, when you first start sleeping with someone, it's very vanilla. You're just getting to know the person. Sure. You know, and I have all, I mean, I'm not perfect over here. I mean, I have all my insecurities of like, mine is like just trauma, dealing with trauma of like, I don't want to be in pain. Yeah. And so I'm like a little anal and I have a hard time like letting go. What are you, <laughs> anal? Because he's yeah, anal. funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, so now I like want to sleep with him again. Uh -huh. Because I want him to do these things to me. What what kind of things did he talk about? You can't you can't like skip that part. Well, do you think? Okay, well, I'll be as because I don't want to give this information away for him, like without his. I guess that's true. You know, but let's just say like it's like it's very BDSM. Okay, so like some power place, some like dom sub stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, and. And um, the way that it was described to me, the way that he described to me of what is like I would be taken care of, like completely. <laughs> and also She's like, like you and also like roughed up a little bit. Oh, that's 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 sort of perfect. I know. <laughs> so um so here's the problem. What's here's the problem? the problem. Is and if you're listening and you don't agree with me, just hang in there with me, because I'm not gonna just go trash people that are on the side of the political realm. Mm. But he is a Republican. Mm -hmm. But he also vote. So he voted for Trump both times. Yeah, boy. And he says it has nothing to do with, like, he hates Trump. He doesn't like Trump. He thinks he's a fucking idiot. But he believes in, like, the economical side of the Republican Party. He... Like, is all for, you know, social justice issues. Oh, that's but, good. But here's... So he's not, like... He's not racist. He's not homophobic. Mm -hmm. He's not anti-women. Like, he's very much for powerful women. Um, But we got in a conversation last night, and I told him. I said, this is why I can't... This is why I can't see myself with you. I said, I can't... If you are sitting here after everything that has happened and still and still like double downing, doubling down mm -hmm. on your decision to vote for Trump a second time. Yeah. I just can't. I can't. I, I said I, and I explained. I said there like 
whether you like Trump or not, mm-hmm. the conservative party is slowly and more aggressively taking away the rights of people. Yeah, like yeah, taking away the ability for people to vote, overturning abortion everywhere they can, you know, trying to like basically like restrict women's access to reproductive health care, including abortion everywhere. Passing laws, uh, prohibiting homosexuality to be yeah, don't discussed say gay, all in that schools. Yep. Um, and like, actually, I just saw their, like the Air Force is like coming in and helping military families relocate if they are in areas that are facing discrimination for the LGBTQIA community. Oh, it's good wild. job, Air Force. I know, good job. I mean, it's it's just wild what's going on. And I just, I tried to explain this to him. I said, money is great. Gas prices are high. Like all of these things, yes. Yes to all of these things. I mean, yeah, and Biden doesn't have anything to do with the gas prices because Russia went to war with Ukraine. And, and anyway, actually, Trump signed a deal that, like locks us into lower production of U.S. oil, but th- there's a whole other thing. But yeah, it's just it. Does, I, it just told him. I said, I like if you decide that you are still like in that party. I said, I don't. There's like I still like you. I still have a crush on you. Like I like you as a person, and I respect you. And it, your decision is your decision. But this is why we can't be together because mm. I can't get past this. And how how can I how can I bring someone if I had a boyfriend? How could I bring them home or to my my gay friend's house? Yeah. And and be okay at, pretend like everything just brush it under the rug. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's I mean th- that's the interesting thing like when I was getting set up you know, like working with Jade and getting in like the database of some of like the matchmakers out here. Like she like called me and asked me a couple follow up questions, or maybe it was by email. Email, I, I don't remember, but she was like, "So what is the you know? So like, what about political stuff?" And I was just kind of like, "It's like a values thing to me." Yeah. Like, are you like a kind, decent person who cares about others and like? Just cares about doing what's right. Like there's, there's no, there's no argument that like truth telling is the same across both parties because it's not right. There's you know like I mean it's just yeah. And, and so I, think, I hear you. I think you can be a kind person and be a Republican. Like there's a lot of really kind Republicans, but I I think what you're doing is you're purposefully putting up a wall of you not wanting to recognize what's happening. So you're yes. you're choosing to put that aside because you want to stay with your party because of whatever it is, abortion rights or economics, fiscal, whatever. And so you're just you're being like enough people care about that, that that'll be taken care of, like especially living in California, like my vote doesn't matter, blah, 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 blah. But the but. But it does. It yeah. does matter because the friends in your life who are gay, whose rights are in jeopardy, mm-hmm. like it matters to them. Yeah. It matters to them. And it's just, and like be, uh, being a woman. Yeah. It, it matters being like, I was talking to someone and he said, why would I march? I mean, I'm not a woman. Like you guys take care of it. And I said, you have a daughter. Like you march because you care about your daughter and you par- care about her having a say over her own rights versus men. Yeah. It's just, you know, I wasn't planning on going on this rant, but I just, it's, I, I really, I really want to explore things with him and I can't. Yeah. And it sucks. Hmm. I mean, that does suck. I think it's really great that you were able to be like that honest and straightforward. And and a testament to him, like, I do think he's a kind person. I A testament to him is like, he let me basically use this tone of voice and talk at him mm-hmm. and tell him my frustrations and, and say, I can't be with you because of this. Yeah. And he was kind and respectful. And he's like, it sucks. He's like, I'm not going to, he's like, I don't want to feel like I have to change. And I'm like, I would never 
ask someone to change for me. Yeah. They would need to change because they want to change. Yeah. When I think so much of it, though, is like it's just become such an identity thing and such a, um, uh, you know, like just like lack of valid information thing. Mm-hmm. So, so many people, th- you know, like it's crazy. So, like up until, like even up through Jimmy Carter, like the Democratic Party was the party for Christians mm. because they believed in like, you know, like helping the poor, which is what Jesus stood for, right? Mm-hmm. And like all of these, you know, and like, um, and like sort of like workers' rights and, and the little guy and all this stuff. And then the Republicans figured out that they could, you know, use like single issue voters like around abortion and around like it's no it's it's not an accident that republicans bring up things like oh trans kids are trying to use bathrooms and trans kids are trying to play sports like they they bring up these things to try to get single issue voters to just ignore everything else and Mm -hmm. basically like vote against their self-interest and so you can't place a high value on doing what's right and be informed and vote Republican. I just don't believe that. And and that probably makes me biased and, and whatever. But I mean, it's just the, just the hypocrisy, right? Of like, you know, like look at the confirmations of Brett Kavanaugh versus Katanji mm-hmm. Brown-Jackson. Like, you know, like there's... It's just like the total about face that happens all the time. But I mean, I guess that happens to everybody. I don't know. I'm getting off topic. No, it's okay. And I see where you're coming from. I I think, you know, I think that, like, let's just talk about my dad. Like, my dad, we don't talk about politics. My sister and I are very liberal. My mom is probably in the middle because she has so many Mm -hmm. conservative friends and she tries to see every view and everything. My mom is a very kind person. That is is true. My dad is is a very kind person. Yes, that is true. And he is just so believes in what he believes. And I guarantee you he is for all of these rights against, you know, the gay community. And he's for all of these abortion laws and or banning bans. Yep. And my dad is a very kind, loving person. He, but he has flaws and you and I have flaws. And I yep. think, you know, it's just so easy. It's so easy to, to target someone that you don't really know well. Yes. You know? And so I think we have to keep that in mind. And all of this was really just to say that I just, it sucks that this is the way that it has to be. But I can't see an, a way out of, I can't see a way around it. Yeah. And and here's the thing. And this is what I believe about, like, also people in my life and in my family who are Republicans. Like, if your dad had the opportunity to, like, like meet the people who these laws and things like that are affecting and, like, really talk to them and really listen to them and, like, really understand their issue... Like, his heart would break for them. Mm-hmm. And I think it would make an impact. Right? But that's also part of it is, like, this, you know, like, that's the point of divisiveness. Is, like, oh, those people aren't like them, so ignore their suffering and just, you know, mm-hmm. vote in the way that you've always voted or whatever. Well, and, and let's just talk about the abortion bans for a second. Because it's not like, I'm not, I'm not over here saying, like, just get an abortion whenever you want. Like, go be reckless. Go have sex all the time and keep getting pregnant and go have abortions. Like, you know, do you. But also, like, that's not kind either, I think, to yourself. Yeah. And it, But we're talking about banning abortions with no exemptions for victims of rape. Yeah. So imagine looking in the eyes of a woman who has been raped who's pregnant, who didn't realize it or, you know, didn't know what to do because she's shocked, in shock, grieving, in pain, alone, Mm -hmm. and being like, if you get an abortion, like, I don't know, what, they go to jail? Like, what? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Or like, or just, it's something you can't do. It's yeah. something you can't do. So then you leave the state. You have to leave the state. Which many people can't afford to which do. Which they can't afford to do. Or you mm-hmm. go do it not right. Like not safely. Like not safely. With like some unsanctioned, like, yeah. My grandmother, my mom's mom, almost died from, she got like a back alley abortion. Mm-hmm. After having like eight or, you know, or after having six kids, mm-hmm. she got pregnant again. And she was like, I am not having another kid. And there was no legal pathway for her. And so she, you know, and like, she made that decision. Like That was her decision. Mm-hmm. And it's not for me or the mayor of her town or the state legislature or whatever to tell her, like, whatever. And she went and she got an infection and she almost died. And she was like in the hospital. And the doctors were like, there's this new thing that we have called penicillin. Uh, like, wow. You know, like the whole like antibiotic biotic drugs were like brand new mm-hmm. then. And it saved your life. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's the whole, it's a whole thing. And, and I, I've been so kind of fired up by all of these new bills that are being brought up. And, um, and then it just kind of got stirred up with that conversation with this person. And so it's a, it's, it's a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. All right. You have some things to process. (laughs) Yeah. I have been, uh, just trying to like rest and recuperate and stuff like that. And I've been having some intense therapy sessions that have been good and helpful. Um, and it's interesting, I think like using this most recent experience I had, like getting infatuated with someone and then seeing her, like spending kind of a weekend away together, um, And then sort of really feeling the need to pull back from that. Um, I know when we talked about this a couple weeks ago, I said some things and you were like, well, duh, I could have told you that. Um, And one of the things I said was like about how, how when I get infatuated, like this part of me like takes over that's like so desperate to fall in love. And I guess one of the things that I've really thought about is that like, I've always known that, too, right? Mm-hmm. But the the new insight on it is, like, how much it's, like, kind of manic. Mm. Like, how much I'm actually disconnected from myself when I go into that state, mm-hmm. right? And, like, um, because it it feels good. Like the parts of myself that I'm disconnected from are the parts that are like scared, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, um, and like really tentative and hesitant in terms of like allowing myself to get close to someone, allowing someone to get close to me. Because when that's super scary for you and something that you desperately want, like when you come up, when you kind of, your unconscious comes up with like a workaround, that works you like go for it right which for me for a very long time has been getting into this mode of being like oh my gosh this person is wonderful like this is it like full speed ahead um and you know like you had even said like yeah like what that that's why like you saying to me which you did at the time of like hey maybe slow down mm-hmm. is like pointless mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying because i'm not I'm not really in myself. And so, you know, it, it's actually been really interesting to try to like understand that when I'm not experiencing it. Because if I get insight that way, then like I may be able to be less disconnected from myself, right? And like find ways to like sort of like slow down or check in or whatever. Um, And that also explains why after that, after the sort of like intimacy and the vulnerability that comes out, that explains why the whiplash is like so much greater Mm -hmm. because it's not only just the intimacy and vulnerability that I experienced with that person, but it's like sort of coming back into myself 
reconnecting to these parts of me that had been taken offline mm-hmm. for like the whole like lead up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't have any like big, you know, revelation. Uh, but it's been really helpful to like understand it in that way. Because, yeah, I mean, like it, there's nothing new really, but it does, I don't know, give me some some food for thought. I don't know. What do you think? Well, it, it's interesting because when you get into that place of infatuation, which it had been a while since you had been there. Yeah. Like a long time. Yeah. I feel like I lose you. Mm. Like you're not there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, and I can't, there's part of me that's like, okay, Jared, like come back, like come yeah. back, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't feel like I can say that to you. Yeah. Because I don't want, you know, you're in such kind of this elated, like euphoric place. I don't want to seem like unsupportive yeah. as like a friend and be like, well, maybe this is it. Like maybe, you know, but also like deep down knowing that this could very well end up the same way that it's. I, yeah. And, and that's sort of, that's so interesting to hear because yeah, like I, I'm sure if you had like sort of said like, Hey, where are you? Like, this isn't you. Like what the F like, I don't think where I was, like, I, I could not have heard that, mm-hmm. right? And the weird part and the frustrating, like, this is the f- frustrating thing of, like, people, when stuff is deep in your unconscious and related to possibly a dysregulated nervous system, when you know what's wrong but you can't do anything about it, like, while I was going through it, I remember talking to people, talking to my therapist and being like, I think I'm doing the thing again, but it doesn't feel like I'm doing the thing again. Like it actually feels really right, but I'm really scared that, that I'm just repeating. Yeah, just repeating yeah. this pattern. Yeah. Then it turns out I was just repeating this pattern. I'm like, fuck! I, like I, 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 part of me knew it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, is there a part of you like I think you've like you ha- weren't dating? For a long time, yeah, and you were abstinent for a long time, and do you feel like there was a part of you that was hoping that that distance was gonna kind of like give you like going back into it be different? Yeah, I think I hope that all the time. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Because because my thing with you and with me too is, and with anybody actually, really is I wonder if it would be better for you to just go out on a shit ton of dates right now and work on like really trying to rewire because nothing's going to happen if you don't do it. Yeah. Right? It'll be like, I mean, you could maybe like you take another year off and then you meet someone and then it's the right thing. But Mm -hmm. like if what you're wanting to change is this thing, you can't, change it without being in it yes true yeah i yeah. think you should go full force ahead <laughs> and get on the apps and go on a date uh, remember what aaron aaron said she said go on one date every day for like a month yeah that that's way that's a disaster Who has time for that nobody <laughs> but but i i think you no, should but, but you're right I, I think that's a really interesting piece of advice yeah i don't know um How is the person doing that was on the other end of this? Have you spoken with her? Yeah, or? so we talked a little bit this weekend. And, um, you know, I said, like, I, you know, I, I, f- you know, feel like I owe you an explanation if you if you want it. You know, and I, j- I shared a little bit about what I just said here about, like, this is kind of what I've learned. And it's so interesting, right? Because it's not like, even though I've described like that place as kind of manic and kind of disconnected from myself, it's not like I'm being fake, right? And it's not like, yeah, it's not like I'm lying to the other person. And all the things that I thought were wonderful about her are wonderful about her. Yeah. Right. Um, 
it's just this sort of like selectively paying attention to only the things that are like great, right? And like not paying attention to the parts of me that are like, okay, well, hang on, like, let me, you know. Um, and so we had a, we had a long conversation. Um, I think she's hurt and I feel awful about that. And I'm, I'm hurt. Um, cause I was really excited too, you know, and, um, so I feel like the only thing I can do is be as honest and transparent as possible and be clear and, um, you know, and so like we, we definitely like ended things in a good place. Like we both, I really care about her, you know, like. But the door is closed now. For me right now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that, that was also part of what I felt like. I'm like, okay, what's the right thing to do here? And what definitely feels like the wrong thing to do is to sort of be like, well, you know, like maybe, you know, a little bit, you know, to like kind of keep her hanging on, mm-hmm. you know, which is like not where I am. And I may realize a month from now or six months from now or whatever, like, oh my God, this person is amazing. This is the person is the person I want to be with. But like, that's not where I am now. Mm-hmm. And I can't like talk myself into getting there. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it feels more right to be like, kind of close the door and take the risk of like losing out on someone amazing. Um, it would just feel like selfish, I think, to me to be like. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I. That's why. That's the whole thing of like you and I differ on this so much. And this is a different situation, but like, if you're talking to someone and you're not interested, just cut the cord. Like, yeah. N- no soft ghosting. Like, just be like, I'm not into you. Not saying this is how you were this person. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, because that's ultimately that's like the better thing for the person. Is that they just know when they can move on. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, well, thanks for sharing that, friend. Yeah. Um, How are you feeling after sharing that? I feel okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, because that's the other thing is like, this is my pattern. <laughs> and for a long time... There's a weird thing where, like, for a long time, I would beat myself up for the part of me that gets scared and disconnects, mm-hmm. right? And, like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, feeling really, like, broken and um, defective, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And, like, all of this guilt for, like, oh, like, a, you know... I'm hurting this person and and why like th- nothing changed about them mm-hmm. like and like what kind of monster am I you know and that kind of thinking about myself is like that that kind of thinking is part of the problem right like when mm-hmm. you beat yourself up it doesn't help you heal and learn and move forward right and so um so I do feel still really guilty, um, but I'm also like, like actually like approaching it with like a, like more of a kind of an openness and a curiosity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I'm doing okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Does that seem weird, what I just said? No. Okay. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... I don't know. We'll see. I will let you know if I dive back in to dating. I think that's what you should do. Get Uh, on the apps. Get (laughs) on the apps. Are you having a good experience on the apps right now? Oh, Lord. 
So Wednesday night, I was laying wide awake in bed at like midnight. <laughs> Perfect time to download the apps. And I was like, you know what? Like, I I feel like I'm in a... Here's the thing. Like, <laughs> Were you about to say, I feel like I'm in a healthy place sitting here like unable to sleep at midnight? <laughs> no, I was going to say what I was telling you to do yeah. is what I'm trying to do. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and with these two guys that were like casual and I didn't get attached mm -hmm. and I have felt like very healthy the way that I've handled it, the way I've communicated... I haven't felt an anxious attachment style. I mean, there's been moments of anxiousness, but then I've talked with them and that it, you know, it's fine. So I'm like, I want to keep working on it. Like, I want to keep sure. putting myself in situations. Like, I used to be like, I, I am not going to waste my time. I'm not going to go on a date with someone when I feel like it's pointless or, um, you know, we don't agree on all of these things or... It's going to be dumb. What if I hate, you know, and I, I'm basically using it as a way to push myself to be more firm with my boundaries and stating mm. my boundaries. But, but it also sounds like also to be sort of like more open to like maybe someone I normally sure. wouldn't immediately sure. jump for. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I downloaded it at midnight. Okay. Wait. So, okay. So this was like, oh, no, I, I already had it downloaded. I forgot I already had it downloaded. I was on pause. Oh, okay, yeah. For Bumble. Okay. So this was like three days ago, but how long had you been on pause? For months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think like since early February. Okay. Maybe even January. All right. Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah. that's a couple months. So that's a long yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> months. <laughs> Two months. <laughs> Two months. Um, so anyway, so I unpaused. I changed a few things in my bio. And then I started swiping and matched with a couple guys, maybe that had already swiped on me, sure. you know? Yeah. And then the next morning, I just did some more swiping and matched with a few more people. And I started messaging a few people and I wasn't, I was letting them do like the, the work. work. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And one guy, like, right off the bat was, like, we kind of went back and forth. We're both creators. He has, you know, does videography and some really cool stuff. And we had a lot in common. And he was like, well, listen, he's like, do you want to just, like, go grab food sometimes a day or sometime this day? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. Like, I love that. Like, same day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I like because then it's like you don't, you're going into it pretty blind. Yep. You know, you see pictures, but, like, that's not... And I used to be like, always video date, always do the video date. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm just trying to be a little bit more chill about it. Okay. Yeah. Like always video date. If it's like, I'm going to have to drive 45 minutes. 100%. To see you, right? Yes. But he lived in. He lived locally. Like locally. Yeah. yeah. So we agree to meet after I was done working and we met at the state downtown. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we love name checking places in our town. <laughs> Okay. The state, it's like the swanky little like wannabe. It's, a, it's like a hip gastro pub type yes, bar. Yeah, down yeah. In, With on, like decent On food. State Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, he's very handsome. Like he was just as handsome as his pictures. But I could tell right away like there was something about his vibe that was, I was like, but okay, I'm just gonna like set this aside. Like, yep. you know, just like give this time. Stay open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it was just one thing after another. <laughs> you know what? He, he is a really cool guy. He's very animated. And I just kept thinking, like, I kept thinking, like, there can't be two cooks in the kitchen. Like, I'm animated. I'm a big personality. I have a lot of opinions. Oh, interesting. He also is very animated, big personality, mm. bigger than mine. Did you tell him his laugh was too loud? <laughs> no. <laughs> So the, there's a couple of funny things that happened. Like the way the server came over and was like, okay, well, have you guys figured out what you're drinking yet? And I already knew. And I just kind of like when the server, when the way, yeah, when the server comes and they like ask for drinks or food, I think it's polite for the date to be like, what would you like? Like have me go first. Yeah. Versus like, oh, what do I want? I don't know. That's me being petty but anyway um, i know it's not petty i mean that's like sort of signaling it's courtesy uh, to you yeah there's like that that's a piece of data right yeah. yeah so anyway 
he goes, what is, what is the sweetest alcoholic beverage? (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm going to try not to get like too like into masculinity bullshit. I know. And that's what I kept thinking is like, okay, you know, he likes sweet. alcoholic beverages that's fine you know and the server goes well we do have this one called forbidden fruit he's like it's definitely our sweetest drink on the menu and he goes oh yeah i'll take that he's like plus i am also forbidden fruit (laughs) he's trying to be funny okay (laughs) and then the server looks at me he goes what would you like and i was like i just want a tito's and soda and he he laughed yeah he laughed so anyway so then we're kind of talking and it, it would have been cool if you were like whiskey rocks. <laughs> just like the most hardcore drink. Well, it was funny because when the guy that brought the drinks over, different than the Oh, server, yes. He went to hand me the forbidden fruit and I was like, "No, no." Yeah. So then another thing is he doesn't like spicy food. Mm, yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Yep, that yep. is a problem. Okay. Yeah. So he doesn't like spicy food. He ordered the forbidden fruit. Um, he, you know, I have a friend who thinks barbecue sauce is spicy. What? Yeah, he's like, he's like, it's too spicy. Oh my god! Like he can't, he can't do it. Um, you need to tell your friend that something's wrong with it. I have. Okay. I'm like, I guess there's like pepper in it, <laughs> but like it's not. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, so I think the so <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how much to say, how much not to say. So the videography that he does, he does a lot of different things. He has a lot of, he has like some YouTube channels and different Instagram accounts. And Mm -hmm. he felt the need to show me all of them and show Mm. me videos on his YouTube channel. So it felt, you know what it felt like? And I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he was just trying to show off, you know, like he would just, he wanted to impress me. But it does, it's like a turnoff for me when it's like what they should, what my date should be doing is trying to get to know me. Yes. You know, versus like me, 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 look at what I have, look at all my videos that I make and blah, 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 Which I think, I think both men and women do that. I think dudes probably do it more, but I think, I think everyone does it more when you're already feeling self-conscious. I think so. Like, yeah. Cause you're like, you know, maybe he was like consciously or unconsciously picking up a vibe that like you weren't really feeling his whole thing. And so he was like, oh, I have to like. Show yes. her all the things that are great yeah. about me that I have to offer or whatever. Yeah. Um, we had, he brought up the fact that, so I did tell him I have a podcast. We talk about sex and dating. He mm-hmm. was like, that's totally fine. And then he decided that it would naturally be the right decision to talk about the fact that he doesn't masturbate anymore or watch porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How exactly did he do this? And that he's abstinent. And that he's abstinent. But, so he's like, what, really waiting for a connection. He's like, but, you know, if something were to come up, like, I'd be just to, to Just to throw it out there. <laughs> That's so funny. You know, and it's like, I think because I wasn't into him, I didn't mind having the conversation. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is an interesting conversation. Tell me. You know, what led you to this path? It's a whole thing. That's a whole part of, like, it's one of the over, it's one of the more benign overlapping spheres with, like, men's rights BS, which is this idea that porn and masturbation is not good for you, which, like, sort of, from a physiological standpoint, that's not true, right? If you talk to people who study the male and female reproductive system and sex educators and stuff like that. But you also feel like porn is not healthy mm-hmm. in terms of your approach and outlook on sex and and relationships and reciprocity and things like that. Um, so there is there is something there. Yeah. I wouldn't that that wouldn't be like a first date conversation. No, that wouldn't be a, yeah, you're right. It wouldn't be a first date conversation, but neither would it be like Someone that I'm like, okay, no way with this person either. You know, like that's not a, that's not a, bringing it up on the first date is the concern. Having made the choice to do that is not necessarily a bad thing. Sure, sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, okay, the best part of this, the best part of this whole thing is he, he so one of the things that he video, uh, videographs, videographs? 
films. Yeah, films, sure. Is is dance. So dance competitions, dance studios. He like one of his YouTube channels, like super nerdy, has like some like Marvel stuff, like dancing together. It's really funny. Okay. I watched full videos. (laughs) Was it the kind of thing where like it's going on and you're like, is he going to make me watch the whole thing? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, That's the worst. By the way. Did you you reach out and just double tap the screen to like... (laughs) Fast forward like a few seconds. By the way, if this guy is listening, if you're listening, I think you're really cool. I told you I would roast. I I told him I was like, I just so you know, like I roast people, but I don't think none of this stuff is like him being a bad person at all. Absolutely. These are just all his quirks that I just thought were really funny on a first date. My favorite moment was he, so he was very interested in my dance past Mm -hmm. and wanted me to find a video of me dancing. And I had like one video from a few years ago where I was like, it was like 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I was like, had this urge to like free myself and improv dance. And it was like mm. this song that I was drawn to. And so I had that one, it was like a mm. minute long video on my okay. phone. It's, it's gonna be posted to the Patreon, by the way, just for, for our Patreon. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, me dance. Yes, I love that. All right, my dance video is going on the Special Patreon. Special treat for the Patreonies. <laughs> um, and he watched it and he's like, wow. He goes, I love the way you move. And then he goes, you know, I really see us moving together. Oh, boy. Oh, no. But he didn't mean it in a sexual way. That's what's funny is he meant it like he wanted to do dance videos with me like he wanted like to he dance dances no <laughs> <laughs> he like did he, like, he said i'm not really a dancer but he will just, like do some things in, like, <laughs> that's great that's really great so anyway so (laughs) um so i left and i think he wanted to like hang out more and i was just like you know think oh the check came and like i knew i wasn't gonna see this guy again so i was like hey here's my card he's like no 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 he's like i got it i was like are you sure (laughs) because it was like a decent amount you know like Oh, did you Great. guys have, like, full dinner and stuff? We had, like, yeah, kind of. Not full. How, how many like, drinks? I had two. He had one. I okay. needed the second. <laughs> Understandable. Understandable. Anyway, um, and then he texted me that he was like, I'm assuming you got home. Like, take care of yourself. Yeah. And so then I thought that was maybe his way of being like, okay, I, I can tell she's not feeling me. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, take. And I was like, thank you. Thank you so much for dinner. And then he texted me, like, a couple days later, something really random. Mm-hmm. And I just responded, what? With, like, a laughy face. Because it didn't make sense. Yeah. And then he responded, like, a long time later, you know, what explaining it. And then I forgot to respond back. Mm. And then I sent him a text today. And I said, hey, I'm so sorry for not responding. I don't feel a romantic connection. So I'm going to move on. Mm-hmm. But I wish you the best of luck. You're a really great person. Great. And he responded, I thank you so much. I totally understand. You too. Lovely. Yeah. That's how you do it, people. That is how you do it. Uh Uh-huh. So then I went on a date, another date, two days later. So yesterday. Yeah. And this is also an interesting situation. And this is going to show more of my boundaries. I could tell he was a, a, like, thinker. Like, he... I could, like, he's very, not very serious, like, a lot of joking. He's in the service, and, um, and I, there wasn't a lot I knew. His, his profile was very cryptic. Okay. And there was a little back and forth going on, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to meet him. So we met for coffee. Did he propose the meetup? He proposed that we go on a trip together jokingly okay and i said let's do coffee first Uh uh-huh yeah and then what did he say 
I don't remember. Okay. Then he was like, yeah, I like coffee or okay. something like so that. So then, then it, get, it get going. Yeah. Okay. So we met for coffee and at first, like I felt a little catfished. Like he, oh. he looked, he, the biggest thing is he just like, he had gray hair. Like he had a lot of gray hair and none of the photos on his profile like, he looks very young. Interesting. So he must not, he just... I wonder if people feel like that with me. Because my hair has gone gray, a lot more gray, like, on the sides. Like Maybe just you in need the some past, new photos. Like, yeah. I have, have one, I, I, I have one for you to look at. Okay, I'll look. Yeah, I'll yeah. take a look at it. We'll post it on the Patreon. <laughs> Let's go. Um. So anyway, but, and at first I was like, because I was so thrown off that he looked so much older, mm-hmm. I was like... Maybe this isn't like not a cool person, you know, that would, ca- but then I was like, I'm just gonna sure, just try and go into this without any expectation. So anyway, he got my iced tea for me because I had Olive with me and we came and sat down and, um, very like, n- <sighs> the best way I can explain this is like, <sighs> dry, like dry sense of humor. Okay. Um, quiet so more on the on the um quiet side so very opposite from the guy that i went on the date with on thursday night i had to do a lot of the asking of questions Mm. which i think i think some of that is shyness yeah but then that just gets tiring it gets really tiring yeah i even like when we were messaging on the app i was asking him a lot of questions and he goes what do you have for me next and i was like i'm tired it's your turn good (laughs) i said that on the app so it really took a turn mm-hmm. because he, I said, well, I said, where do you live or something like, or how long have you been on the app? Or I don't remember how it got started, but it basically came out that he doesn't even live here. Like he lives on the East coast. Okay. And di- didn't tell me that. That he's only in town for like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And much of that time he was going to be spending in LA. And he's trying to get a job out here. That's why he's out here. But he doesn't even know if he's going to get it. And I said, then why are we here? <clears throat> like I said sure. to him. Yeah. I said, don't you feel like that is something you should have told me? Yeah. I was like, because what? what's the point of this? Like, you don't even know you're going to get the job out here. Yep. Like... What are you, what are we doing right now? And I was just very like. Good for you. Blatantly honest with him. And he's like, well, I don't know. He's like, I was just kind of bored and here we are. And I said, well, do you feel like that's fair to me though? And he was like, I, I don't know. I just didn't really like he, he wasn't, I mean, I, I wasn't, I wasn't being curt about it, but I was being like pretty. Straightforward. Yeah. Anyway, I was just like, you know whatever like what you know what do you want to talk about and then he talked about like okay so he he owns his own plane uh-huh and he's a pilot okay and so he flies he flew himself from the east coast over here okay and then he's gonna be flying elsewhere so then it was like okay i was like well make sure to go here like go to mammoth and then you know stop in santa barbara if you want to take your plane like whatever cool places <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then also I was thinking in my head. Oh, that's why he said, let's take a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Because he told me he was a pilot and I told him I get airsick mm-hmm. on little planes. Mm-hmm. And he said something like, well, if I take you up once a week, like that'll go away. Mm-hmm. Or it with time. Like you yeah, can like, sure. you can like train. Yep. Just yep. like you're going to start eating olives. I'm going to train you to eat olives. I'm going to try. I'll train. I'll be training to not vomit on planes <laughs> and you be training to not vomit from olives. I know, they're so gross, but I'll try. So, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, like, there's some love bombing here. Like, he, we were walking, and he, like, jokingly said, I mean, we could just go get married. I don't even remember how it got brought up, but this is, like, now kind of the third thing that's kind of been, like, he kind of, I don't know, like, he said, you know, I do want kids. Oh, I, he said he wants, I said, why are you, he hadn't been in a relationship for a really, 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 really long time. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what are you looking for now? And he basically was like, well, I want two kids. And I said, so you're looking for an incubator. <laughs> and he's like, I guess you're kind of right. And so I just kind of kept calling him out on his 
on his stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was handling it like a champ. And so I think maybe he liked the challenge that I wasn't mm -hmm. just like going along with it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and I think, so what you're calling love bombing, like, you know, like, you know, could be, I think, I think though what I'm hearing a little bit and I'm curious if it felt this way is like, so when, when someone is attracted to you and they're not feeling you give them back flirty vibes or romantic vibes or whatever, they'll start throwing that stuff at you to try to like, shift the mood to that place mm. you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and i mean love bombing is an exaggeration but but it it does feel like like i feel like when i feel like it's a move yeah well it's i mean a move because clearly i mean so clearly he was thinking like kind of like you would he was kind of thinking that this was like tinder basically I think maybe so, but he, you know, like, but but I asked him. I said, "Are you wanting hookups? Like, is that what you want?" He goes, "No, not really." But mm. he was right. <laughs> He's actually, looking to get probably, laid. Probably yes. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so we we hung out. We talked. I mean, it was fine conversation. I mean, I think he's an interesting person. Mm -hmm. And we, I had to go to the restroom really bad. And the the coffee shop where we were. Their bathroom closed or was like closed down or whatever. So we walked to my office. <laughs> Your move every time. No, this wasn't a move. I had to go to the bathroom. So we walked to my office so I could go to the bathroom and we hung out a little bit. I mean, I I mean, here's the thing. Like, I wasn't uninterested in him. Mm -hmm. I was curious by him because he's very weird. I'm not <laughs> he's not weird. He's unique. He's different. Yeah. And he he is cryptic. He's cryptic. Yeah. And and there were things that I'm like, okay, this is a little bit of a red flag. This is a little bit of a yellow flag. This is like a reddish yellow flag. This is an orange flag. But he does own a plane. <laughs> I mean, that makes up for a lot. So, um you know, he got my number and honestly, like I'm kind of open to going to dinner with him just, just to see what kind of conversation it would be. Yeah. I, I'm not like, I know 100% that I'm not interested in sleeping with anybody right now. Like mm. that's not even like, it would be like, he would be buying my dinner mm -hmm. <sighs> and, and taking me on a plane. I was just going to say, what are the odds that the next time we sit down to record, you're going to be like, <laughs> so I have to tell you about this three-day trip I went on with this guy, and we flew to Mammoth. It could Santa be a one-day trip. It could be a one-day trip. We could literally fly to Mammoth in the morning. Yeah. Spend all day, and then fly home in the night. That's that's pretty fucking There cool. are endless possibilities. If there's there. any women with their <laughs> friends out there that want to get at me. Um... So yeah, I've kind of just been following his lead a little bit. We texted a little bit this morning. He's in LA. He told me, he basically was like, yeah, I'll be looking for tour guides in LA with Bumble. So he's like, I mean, he's looking for hookups. He's looking for other people that are going to be interested in him. And they're going to be hanging out. So like, I know that this is not the person for me. He's also looking for like, which I can relate to, because sometimes when you go on vacation, if you're single, you either in the back of your mind or sometimes the front of your mind have like, Maybe I'll meet someone and we'll hit it off and we'll spend like these, you know, four or five like really fun days together. Like yeah. having sex and having fun and whatever. Right. I think that's exactly what he's yeah, wanting. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's exactly what that's it is. That's the fantasy. But, but yeah. he also said like, well, if I get this job here, like I have your number now. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, it's kind of an interesting situation. I'm open to having dinner with him. Mm. He may decide he doesn't want to see me again and then i'll be like okay like whatever mm. like i'm not i'm not texting him if okay. he asks me to dinner he asks me to dinner but mm. that's that's and then you know then if he asks me to dinner then i'm gonna be like okay well where are we going next <laughs> so anyway other than that um i have messaged a couple other guys deleted a few nothing has come of it yet but I think I'm going to do what I told you to do, which is I'm going to try and go on as many dates a week as I can. Okay. I'm going to think about whether or not I'm going to do that. But I, I but I really am thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ex I think you should. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thanks. Oh, wait, what? No, no, no. So, well, next up, 
uh, we are going to jump on Patreon and talk about the ultimatum. Yeah. So the Love is Blind episode is on there. We're going to put the ultimatum episode on there. You're going to see my dance video. Yep. And Jared's new picture. <laughs> my new possible All on profile the Patreon. Patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast. Yeah. As little as $3 a month. Yep. I... I had an interesting experience with the ultimatum that I'm excited to talk to you about. I was really afraid. I told you this. I was really mm -hmm. afraid that it was going to be bad for me to watch. Mm -hmm. And up to, and it, and the the part of the show where they like chose the part the other mm -hmm. partners was like everything I had feared, and it like felt I had so much like anxiety for everyone and like it like stirred up a lot of my stuff but then after that it was okay okay good yeah yeah good. Yeah. if you're not sure what we're talking about the ultimatum it's on netflix same creators as love is blind yep and it's a a dating show or reality show about two like couples that come in together mm -hmm. one gives the one ultimatum they want to get married the other one doesn't and then they throw them together in this experience or experiment yeah. Where they pick different partners to live with for three weeks, and then they go back and live with their current partner for three weeks, and then they decide what they're going to do at the end of it. Yeah, and my the reason I was like, I was not looking forward to watching it is because the way the way it works, like what you just described to me, is like, let's throw a hand grenade into our relationship. Mm -hmm. And that like none of them would survive, and that this could only be bad. Yeah. And... um. But it actually wasn't that bad. Yeah. And so, you'll, yeah. So go watch it before you listen to the episode. Yes. Though. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah. We have a Leanna did what coming up soon. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure to follow us on Instagram at hello and goodbye podcast at underscore Leanna Joan at the real Jared Rodriguez. You can find all of our stuff on our website, www.hellongoodbyepodcast.com, including our merch, our YouTube channel, our Patreon, all of our social. Um, and then we have our amazing sponsors, BetterHelp, VFresh. Those are also on our website. Mm -hmm. Subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, share your favorite episode. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys.